What's up, guys? This is Danny Vita with the Kickback Podcast. I am still here. The show is still live and in effect. Shout out to Visuals by King Capped. We still going, you know what I'm saying? Going out, taking out 2020 with a bang. You know what I'm saying? 2020 came with its hits, its misses, its highs, its lows. But fuck all that shit. We just gonna keep doing this shit, okay? On that note, I got my special guest, my co-host for this lovely episode. Shout out to India. What's Hi, up? how are you? Talk some real quick. Let them know who you are. Hi, I'm India um, from Louisiana. From Baton Rouge. <laughs> You're <Okay. laughs> Um, I've lived here in Atlanta about four years. I'm 27. And yeah, I work at Strokers. I'm a dancer there. I also do teeth whitening, teeth gems. And I rap. Oh. We're covering all aspects. Okay. <laughs> so we're just going to go ahead and get it started. You know, we do here to keep it podcast. You know, it's a, definitely a vibe. Nothing formal, but we're still enlightening and entertaining at the same time. So those that are viewing this at home or hearing this later, get your drinks in the air. Cheers. You know what I'm saying? Fuck all that shit from 2020 and go where the money resides in 2021. Okay. And he's too. And, then, and that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb. All right, so let's go ahead. Let's let's talk about that. Let's you know, you know, being from me being from Atlanta, I'm sure that there is a difference uh, growing up in Baton Rouge. Talk about that real quick and how that was. Baton Rouge is interesting. Um, have you ever heard of the term "crab in a barrel"? Yes. That is Baton Rouge. If you have a Southern mama, you yeah. should. Okay. Because. If you don't get out of it, if you're not, if you don't plan on exceeding somebody's expectations or like branching off and doing some shit, like mm. real for real, you gotta get out of Baton Rouge. If you don't plan on doing that, if you just want to regular nine to five, you want to get a plant or a warehouse, stay home. I mean, nothing's wrong with that, but I wasn't about to be stuck. Mm. And I was the first person out of my whole family to just move. Oh, nobody else has ever moved. Are right, you in a you're in a big family? Um, my dad's side is pretty big. My mom's side is kind of small. It's just my uncle and my grandma. Oh. Mm. Oh, so you had to like really get out here and see what was going yeah, on. Yeah, because I have two little sisters. So I'm like, if I don't, if I don't, if I don't move, they yeah. won't move. So it's like, I had to be the example. Like, I'm the oldest, so I have to get up and get out for them to be comfortable to do that. Okay, okay. So did you start... Because we're going to get into, of course, your, your dancer, Teeth Whitening, um, and your rapper as well. So let's, you know, definitely, you know, get into the, the dance life, you know. Um, how did you get started doing that there? Yes, I did. I've okay. been dancing since, oh my goodness, I'm old. Lord. I'm an OG. No, like I'm old in like stripper years. It's like dog years. Okay. So. Shout out to P Valley. Because <laughs> technically Mercedes told us that well she was like 25 so i get it all right that's like dog years man like i started dancing in 2000 i'm gonna say 15. Mm, that's good 2015 time. so i was like 19 but i was doing like house parties i didn't really go into the strip club until i was 21. okay my first strip club was a club named kittens and kittens mm. is no longer open but that was like a great first club for me okay in louisiana you have to be 21 to dance at okay. a club, so I was like, I, I went in at the right time, but I already knew how to do poles and everything because I took pole classes. Dope. And a um, dancer named DC, she taught me pole, 
So I was like, you know what? I got this. I, I can do this. Shout out to the poll workers. And I say the poll. Yeah. The girls that are actually artists when it comes to the poll. So so talk about that. You know, because some people say they got into being a, a you know a dancer or becoming a stripper just because of the money. Um, no, I got into it because I was in a relationship and I was with somebody for a year. We were supposed to get married and kind of went ghost. Went to Canada on me and Canada. I had, yeah, he was he was loopy. I mean, George is right here, you know. No, he went Florida. to Canada. <laughs> oh, God damn it. He had family in Canada. He went to Canada. Oh, but so they have free health care, so he just up and left and went there. And I was like, okay, so I got to fit for myself because at the end of the day, I'm a hustler. Like I've always hustled. I've always figured out a way to do something else. So I was like, yeah. you know what? Let me try this dance thing. They've already been like, okay, you know, you got the pole thing, just do it. So I went for it and I never turned back. My first week I made, I'm going to say $2,000. That's a Between Monday and Friday, I made $2,000. Tax free. Okay. Okay. So I was like, I think I'm going to do this. And I already had two jobs. I was a maid at the time and I was working at BB. Oh, see, yeah, no, you just knew I need to get a job I'm out here and you don't have children. So no, just... I don't have any kids. Oh, see, <laughs> get y'all one. Okay, so okay, so that people are already aware of your like your poll skills. Yeah. And, okay. So were you big on like social media? Do you did you like use that at all? It's kind of like a, a not story. really. I I shied away from social media probably my first two years because I had to actually tell my family I danced before anybody else told them. Mm. So how Respect. my family found out I danced. I was gonna. I had already told my mom and my dad that I danced, so they knew. But my other side of my family, like the rest of the family, they didn't know. Where they get messy, got it? Yeah, the yeah. aunties that tell everybody business, but they can't. They, they're not supposed to talk about nobody business because they kids all. Girl, messy. watch your kids. Watch your own kids. What about your children? Those okay. aunties. Got it. Okay. So one of those cousins went and told my auntie that I danced because I didn't hook him up with a dancer. Mm. But by this time, my mama cursed everybody else. I was like, I know what the hell my child doing. Don't worry about what my child doing. My business. And that's what it is. So it was you, your parents accepted. They was like, okay, as long as you're safe, as long as you're good. Yeah, exactly. Do what you're doing. My dad was like, you grown. Do what you want to do. But we Stay have my house. But we have seen, and you know, to always be realistic. I'm sure you've had to deal with some of those times where you had to maybe even rethink things or maybe like you had to maybe deal with that one night. I don't know, you're Gemini. We've been learning, so she's a different cloth. Okay? Okay. But I mean, but just, you know, from your first time, because I'm sure how you deal with it now, mm -hmm. there are no games. Right. So you had to kind of build that respect, not just with people, but just for yourself. No, I came out swinging. <laughs> I came out swinging. Like, I had been performing since I was a kid. So, like, dancing in front of people really wasn't a big thing for me. So, I've oh. been dancing in front of people since I was, like, five. Okay. I was a competition cheerleader, a gymnast, and all of that. So oh, yeah. I was so used to performing, it was natural for me. Now, the to get used to taking my top off, that took about a good two, three weeks. And then I was fine. Okay. What shocked me was the first time I had to get naked in Mississippi. That threw me off because I went with two other girls okay. that were from the same club I was from. And we were like, oh my God, they're naked. 
So I didn't know what to do with that. So that it scared the shit out of me. I think that was my most scariest moment as a dancer, getting mm. naked for the first time. So you had to really like psych yourself out. Yes. I was like, I'm gonna get like two shots. And I, I was not a drinker. When I first started dancing, I was not a drinker. See, I was gonna ask, is it just like, you know, they tell the players I wasn't a drinker. I, was, I didn't drink. do drugs. I, I still don't do drugs. Like, I barely drink now. Like, I'm moderate with my drinking now since I'm an yeah. older dancer. Yeah. But when I was a baby dancer, I was like, I can't go in here drunk because I don't want nobody to take advantage of me. That's okay. That was my biggest fear, somebody taking advantage of me. Facts. So it was like, Facts. I gotta be sober because I gotta know what's going on. I'm a Gemini, so I'm like, I gotta see everything I gotta observe. We have to be on go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, no, that, but that's good that you came. But my first time you. being naked, I said, bitch, I have to take a couple shots. I'm not used to this. This is new. So, because I can then speak on that, you know, just the clubs there versus, and you've been, you worked at different clubs. I worked at different clubs between Texas and Florida, all okay. throughout the southern region. Okay. I didn't work anywhere up north, but the southern region, definitely. So, Texas, you don't get naked. You wear paces, all of that. Okay. That's cool. But you got to look out for your pimps. Because they have a lot of those. Shout out to Jay Prince. Ah! I said it. Got a lot of those. <laughs> so, Louisiana, I mean, we don't have pimps, but, you know, we got pocket watchers more. So, niggas that be like, oh, I see you make money. And, like, they want to date a dancer just so you can, like, buy them shit. Mm, mm, okay. Or they can capitalize off of it and invest in their shit, like you know. Okay. Mississippi, I love Mississippi. I think Mississippi was my was my best years. Like I danced mm. in Mississippi for like two years. I danced at um V Live there. I was a V Live girl at Houston. I was a V Live girl in New Orleans. I was a V Live girl in Mississippi. But I love my V Live in Mississippi the most. Shout out to Bud, Lady Bud, best manager ever. Gotcha. He lives here in Atlanta now. Okay. And um. He used to make sure we had somewhere to live. Like, when we were down there the whole weekend, he had our extra house. He would let us stay in his extra house. Oh, that's dope. Make sure we were straight. Like, yeah. But them Mississippi niggas spend the most money. I kid you not. The niggas in the country spend the most money. Jackson, Mississippi. So it's safe to say that P-Valley was a great depiction. Dead of ass. Like, the Mississippi, like, country niggas, they spend the most money. I've learned that. If a nigga tell me you're from Alabama, Mississippi, I love you. What's up? Already. <laughs> We've been friends. Like, Let's do this. It's, it's such a great time. Oh, that, that's, that's crazy. But then you come to Atlanta. Atlanta literally was my last stop. Like, I went to Miami. I was dancing in Miami when I was 21. My first. But that's a lit time to be 21. That was my second time. Um, I was going on 22. That was okay. my second time being naked in, Mississippi, in, in, in Miami. Okay. And I was at the Met. And Trick Daddy came in there and... I got naked for Trick Daddy. That was my first celebrity I got naked for. You know, he scared the shit out of me. He kept throwing money at me. He was like, "You gonna take your, you gonna take your clothes off?" <laughs> and he was like, "You gonna take these clothes off?" And you know, I think of that. I'm, I like, do you ever put yourself in the mindset of like, say it is like a person that you admire or artist you admire and there, and it's like obviously gonna come off no, no groupie or or I saw on TikTok. I haven't met one. Nigella come tip me. I'm gonna die. Oh, I mean, I'm, okay, I'm here. <laughs> but I've danced for Yo Gotti, I've danced for Gucci, I've danced for Trick, I've danced for YG in New Orleans, I've danced for shit, I've danced for a lot of celebrities. Mike Epps probably was my most funniest experience. I would have died here in Atlanta. Like he's funny as shit. I love him. I uh, see. That's good. That's good. Like 
he was my best, but he was just paranoid because bitches kept walking around him, you know, trying to like take pictures with him and shit. And he was like, I have a wife. <laughs> Y'all can't do that. Like, chill out. I'm actually a married man. He wasn't being extra. He wasn't being vulgar or any extra shit. Like, he was being like very, he was cool. He was cool as shit. Now, I'm sure you've had, have you had any creepy moments with some of these people? You don't even have to say who they are, but I mean. I haven't, but I have friends. Okay. Because, you know, every stripper has their whole friend. I don't know how to be a hoe properly, so I can't hoe. Look at okay. If I did, I wouldn't I wouldn't be here. I would be in a whole <laughs> I would be in another country. <laughs> I'd be in a tax bracket, for sure. I would have a lot of other shit. For I don't sure. know how to hoe properly, sure. so. But, yeah, but my they, friends. They must have done it right, or whatever. <laughs> baby, my friends have had stories, like, and they'll come tell me, and I'll be like, girl, what? It's been niggas, I had to go pick my, one of my friends, for instance, before COVID, I had to go pick her up for somebody's house. I'm not going to say his name, it's a rapper. That's all I'm going to say. He got mad at her because she didn't want to eat his ass. Mm. And he put her out of his house. Mm. He put out, and then he was having, and it was a threesome situation at that, because he said, and I quote, show her how I like my ass ate, and she left. Okay. So I was like, so you ate his ass before? She was like, I plead the fifth. So bitch, that just means you've done it. But show her how I eat. That was, because that was it's a lie. it's been done prior. Yeah. And she apparently, she knew how to do it. So, real quick, you know, side on Tandy, you know, because 2020, <laughs> I have learned that, you know, with women empowerment became men opened up. Other gates. Other gates yeah. themselves, and it was out of. Uh, I, at first, I thought it was more so of a competition of who could be, you know, the most sexually free. But they win. The story. <laughs> They're definitely fucking winning, cause baby. And this year, and it's been, it's been baby. notable names, and it just makes me think. Well, come on, not that. Okay. Yeah. That's who it was. So. <laughs> um, yeah. So, how do we move forward with that information? Is I had um, to go pick her up. And I'm like, why you put you She told me. And I'm like, so you've done this before. She's like, that, that's besides the point. And I'm, I'm like, okay. So. Look, I'm sad. <laughs> okay. Brian, I'm going to just take you home. Because um, you didn't deserve to get put out. <laughs> Now, you know, obviously, there's the, the risk you take, you're taking, you know. And these niggas don't have that. bitches signing NDAs like other celebrities do or Thank anything you. like that. So, Thank I mean, you. they can just openly go say it, a lot of a lot of wild ass shit. But I think they should have NDAs when they want bitches to do certain things. Honestly. You would think it would be more legalities in the strip club than there are. But I... But I signed NDAs in the strip club. I'm in an episode of Love and Hip Hop for the next season that's coming out. I was okay. on stage with Jessica Dime. I was naked on stage. Okay. I'm going to be on the episode because I was on stage with her. Well, so, so okay, I had to that, sign. Like the media release form. Yeah, yeah. I had to sign okay. the media um, release form and I can't tell like whatever, like what happened at that time, whatever, but I can say it. I, I'll be on there. Okay. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. She was cool. I made two bands. It was fun. So you was actually working. They on paid. The job another, they paid job. another girl to get off stage with me. 
and she got an attitude, and they was like, fuck you then, and they sent her home, and I, I ended up making two bands. <laughs> by myself, because I was the only one doing pole work, and like, girls don't understand, like, they get mad, but y'all gotta understand, the bitches that shake their ass just being so lazy, you said that. y'all yeah. make the most money regularly. So when I'm the cream of the crop getting picked to be in the session with y'all, or I get picked to do certain shit, don't get mad at me, applaud me. Like, I deserve that shit. And bitches that be around me, I've danced and struggled for years. I deserve it. Like, you know, you don't really hear that conversation too often or, you know, really give those, the ones that actually do pole tricks and things like that. You need to, like, give them their credit. Like, exactly. I was just telling about it. I'm a fan of Tori the Body. I just I love came her. her. But, like, it's just amazing that this is now, like, damn near in the Olympics. I just want to put it out there. Right. Like, so Giddy's... Overseas it is. Giddy's women and credit. Shit in right, right. So, yeah, so I definitely think that's dope that you're, you're tapped into that and you tapped into it early. Early. Do you feel that you want to do more... I feel like I'm more lazy now. Okay, honesty. And Look. it's more... Honestly. It's because of Atlanta. Atlanta has made me lazy as shit, actually, because, like, I feel you like... Spoil you spoil you? I'm spoiled. One, I'm spoiled. I definitely am. Okay. Because niggas learn me now and they know my face and they know about me so they're like oh we just came to see india we fuck with you we won't throw money on you don't give a fuck what i do i could be on sit on my forehead on stage put my forehead on stage and sit indian style they don't give me money sometimes it just takes <laughs> minimum. but i mean it's niggas that come in the club but see i've also learned women or more so when there's more women in the club i get on stage and i get myself mentally prepared to do more pole work because women want to see that Right. Men, right. they want to see you shake your ass. They want to see you pussy. They want to see all that. Yeah. Women, it's rare when a man wants to see you do pole. You know what I'm saying? Some niggas be like, hey, you do pole? I'll be like, yeah, I got you. And I get up there, they're like, oh, shit. Right. Okay, cool. <sighs> Bitches, they be like, get back up there. Bitch, I'm tired. I went up there three, four times. My arms are sore. My arms sore. Um, my back hurt. I can't breathe. I feel like a fat bitch. Yeah. I just feel like it's such a lost art, but... I think there are, are those clubs that accommodate or call for that. Like definitely, like strokers is giving. Strokers you. definitely is because we have rotating poles, so it accentuates everything we do. Mm, Magic City poles. has like you know the little beans and shit. Also, Peaches of Atlanta they have those beans. They have the best orchestra. Have you been inside? I heard they have great lamb chops. Shout out to Backbone Dungeon Family, but he said they have amazing. Food. I have not ate there. Yeah, but I've been in there. Bomb. I'd be so amazed because they have so, we do. <laughs> it's so, I haven't been in there about a year. I have a homegirl named Nikki there. I love you, Nikki. Hey, you now, this is prior to Queen City. It used to be Queen City. I don't know. Cause I, I okay, so back in the day, all my Atlanta heads, it used to be Queen City. It's right there on the corner of Lee it's Street right and Ralph from, Ab Alf David Abernathy. Yeah, right across from the Yeah, mall. it's in the West End area, if mm -hmm. you will. Um, it's across from the West End. Check that I out. I love peaches. It's like a little hole in the wall. It's, it's a little... It's like a secret, like strokers. Like people sleep on strokers, but strokers be lit. Peaches be lit. Niggas be sleep on that. I was saying strokers is a household name and it's been a, there for a while. So how you? So talk about that. How did you get to strokers? I lived After on. Like your I literally lived on the east side tour. all four years. 
Okay. So but like, like once you moved from like Miami was your last stop before Atlanta, mm -hmm. so you just like okay, I'm gonna go here. No, I was just like I was, I started dancing at Blue Ivory. Blue Ivory was my first club. Shout out to Blue Ivory. That's another one that people. Like I used to, to make a bag in Blue Ivory love. Like For those that do not and know, every bitch I met at Blue Ivory is a real ass bitch because I fuck with them bitches tough. Like I go to Flame and go see Foreign. I'll go back to Blue Ivory and go fucking see um Apple. I love all of it. So real quick, those that don't know who Blue Ivory is, another area in the West End area was White big Hall. on after hours. On White Hall was big for being an after hours spot before even quarantine, like yeah. even was a thing. Blue Ivory, um, not the Ivory, because people they, had to step it up, and some cases had to be brought about. Right, but you know whatever. Um, you still can get a good ass time there, and, and the food is good as fuck. Always good. Most of the people in the kitchen are from Louisiana. Oh, so then you know it's like home for her. Okay, so then but you use that the ivory. Then Man, I used to make a bag of the ivory. That's how I got my. <laughs> that's how I got my permit for strokers. Oh, period. But I just used to hate that I had to wait till like after two o'clock in the morning, and I would leave at like seven in the morning in the fucking. But when I tell you, ludicrous people used to come in here and shut that bitch down. I can only imagine. I used to make money. They like they like me over there. But like strokers, but I just cannot do after hours anymore. I just got spoiled no, with strokers. No, no, I be tired. No. I can't. I can't go home at seven in the morning no more. Oh, that's like me working at pinups. Pinups close at like six, seven in the morning. I can't do that. I be tired. Shout out to the flame. I miss doing hookah there, but I can't do the time anymore. But check me out hey, at Peter Street. I say that. You know what I'm saying? Let me tag hey, my stuff good. Real quick. Oh, oh, shout out to Kel's Kitchen. I don't know if I'm trying to go to the flame to go get it, but. So speaking on growth and development, you're now at Strokers. Look, talk about that. Like how I mean, I am literally a Strokers girl. Like that's that's, that's who you know me at. That's my home club. I mean, I go to a plat. I, I used to dance at Platinum here and there. I I like Platinum. I go hang the, in there. The classics. But Strokers. That's my home. Niggas know me for that. Like niggas, even in Louisiana, they know. They're like, oh, you dance at Strokers. I'm like, yo, you know what the fuck Strokers is? Yeah, I work there. Come on. Like, I bring niggas in the club. That's a oh, good see, part. See, I'm one of the you, favorites. You know how to be social and it works. Like, it's yeah. no. I know I'm one of the favorites. I'm, I'm full. I know I'm one of the fucking favorites. I don't care. The confidence of a dancer. I love it. You got to come with this shit. When you sell sections out or be like, hey, I got some niggas coming up here from Florida. Or I got some niggas coming in from Texas. I got some niggas coming in from Louisiana. They about to get this section. They going to cash up any money. We going to pay that shit and they going to come. Like. They know that. And they're gonna always keep a dancer that brings money into the club. I don't get trouble no way. I be chilling. If somebody don't like me, I don't know. I mean, they ain't gonna tell me. They ain't gonna ball. They ain't gonna do it. I cannot. Okay. Shout out to the time check. All right, bet. So, <laughs> Strokers has been like the move, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, you can, can you say that? It's helped you with your other business ventures? Yes, or? I mean, I feel like dancing has helped me, honestly, like, be more social, be more, like, engaging. Because mm -hmm. I'm one of the few dancers that actually do sit and have conversations with people. And they love that. See, I like those. Because a lot of people do, they, they'll sit with me and they'll be like, damn, like, I get paid for conversation. One of my cousins was stressed out. He could not see me every week when we were during the pandemic. Oh, man, talk about priorities. This nigga... Made a fake Instagram to find me, just to DM me and be like, "Can I get your number?" And he would cash at me a hundred dollars just to talk to me. Talk about 
my but pain for my time. I need to reevaluate my job and my friends this year. You know? <laughs> Um, just because I've just seen, you know, I've seen the the bag. Look, I just told you, see, we gotta cars. be promoters. We're gonna have to be part of promoters. These niggas is busting heads for these New Year's I cars. just don't uh, There's one gentleman, I'm not even gonna call his name out. I told him it was a good idea, but he's charging $500, like, per person for the whole weekend. I know. That's amazing to me. I love making it's, new money and touching yo, new money. you've seen some real life hustlers. I got, know. like, real hot when I found out, like, the prices. That's <laughs> How much do you keep of that? Seven, <laughs> seven bands, and you she keep said, what's five. What? <laughs> Nigga, I need to stop shaking my ass. I need to do some other shit. Cause if y'all niggas keeping y'all clothes on, getting five bands, I'm doing something wrong. We in the wrong field. I need Everybody. to promote some parties. I need y'all to reevaluate this. Bro, I'm year. telling you, niggas will be out in the club if I promoted some parties. I know when I bartend, niggas come out, so I know niggas will be at parties. I will be at. I'd be there. I need to get my life together, <laughs> and I'll be half naked just for them. Ass out, period. See through everything. Coochie eye. Coochie eye. Everything. I got. I'm mad, little lamb. I'll be naked on the fly if you need me to be. What's up? They go, I'm going to bring them in. That's going to bring them in. They're going to be there. That's special. They're going to be like, I got to see that. <laughs> up close and personal. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to have a fucking jogging suit on when you get there, but shit. Hey. <laughs> I'm a time boy for real. Hell no. Okay. On that note, <laughs> digress. We're going to fill some cups up. Take a break real quick. Take a few shots. Indy is still here, King Cap is still rolling, and um, Danny is still talking. Ha 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 ha. We'll be back. Danny Vita, Kickback Podcast, still in the building, still in effect. We have India still here, you know what I'm saying? My pole artiste, dancer extraordinaire, Stroker's girl, currently. Check her out. Don't play with her. Mm -hmm. So, um, we talked about a lot of stuff off air. That shit was hilarious. Um, we was actually talking about this stimulus check that we are all, as hungry Americans, waiting on. And... You said that when that 600 hits, <laughs> it's going to be a holiday. It's going to be a stripper holiday. Niggas don't know what to do with their money. Like, <laughs> like oh. they don't. And it's sad because, like, I feel like you should take your 600 and add it to your friend or add it to a bill or add it to some shit that's going to help you out within these next weeks. We don't know what's going to happen next. We might go back in quarantine. But right. these niggas? <laughs> but see, and that's why there's these. They gonna the throw common, at least three hundred out of this six hundred. It's the common they, misconception they that people do or don't have their priority straight. So all we see is dancers getting money, guys throwing money. We don't know what they did. They just flipped two hundred to get two thousand. We don't know what they just did. They probably just stole from their old lady. And listen, I don't give a fuck about them niggas. I really care about the scammers because I love them. Straight, they my best friends. Look, you know what? A scammer tipped me last night. I love him. Look here, I love, <laughs> I love good white collar crime. I love him. 
speaking of that, speaking of white collar crime. Scammers are like my best friends. Next to the dope boys, the scammers and dope I can always, yeah, you always gotta get some weed, but you might need a good CPN. So, Pete. Deadass. Speaking of that, we was talking about this earlier, just the wrong guy to talk to in the strip club. Because, of course, you said you learned to be social, but you're going to deal with some creeps. Talk about that. Um, there's always creepy guys, but see, I tend to stay away from creepy guys. Do you have a radar? Yes, Mexicans. Ah! I don't talk to the Mexicans. Hold up. <laughs> Dead oh. Do not talk to a I'll make sure we put a <laughs> Because Spanish people. Who you voted for? Girl, 
when it comes. Flip it to me, because guess what? I'm going to be um opening up a lounge somewhere and going to buy somebody's lunch. And don't be a weirdo Mexican. <laughs> I'm so don't sorry. Don't be a weirdo. <laughs> don't be a Mexican. Please don't. And don't I'm be both. sorry. Oh. I love my Hispanic people, but bruh, like, <laughs> when they be on drunk on Modelo's, <laughs> they a whole other person. That's what I mean. Cool as shit. <laughs> By the time they on that third beer, Ooh. They're like, Ooh. give me some pussy. Fuck. Nah. There's no, there's no like. It's not even no lead up to it. It's like, we're fucking. We're going bitch, outside. No, we're not lunching. <laughs> we're not. They ain't trying to go to the truck. They're trying to fuck in the back club. They're nasty. Oh. They're nasty. Yo. They're nasty. They're nasty. Nah, she's telling y'all some real shit. Um, I'm telling y'all, they're nasty. There's. And I'm not the only dancer that don't go to Mexicans. It's, it's your nasty dancers that's low-key nasty. They go straight to Mexicans. And it's your dancers that's like, bitch, I'm not having it. I'm not going for it. That's not going to them. And I wish a bitch would argue with me. Because, bitch, if you dance for Mexicans regularly, you fucking nasty. You aren't you. I don't do that very tasteful. <laughs> I'm a boogie dancer, okay? <laughs> dance on niggas laps for real. I do a little bop bop around your ass and then I dance like that radius you supposed to be during social distancing. That's how I dance. I'm here. You're here. I'm here. Nigga, you can poke my ass like that so you. You can poke my booty cheeks. You gotta lean forward a little bit and touch my ass. I'm not hunching you. I'm not grinding on you. I'm not sitting on your lap like if I'm sitting on your lap, I'm talking you down and I'm still okay. counting these dances because you're still paying for them. <laughs> yeah. If nigga, we didn't build a repertoire for me to be sitting in your lap. Okay. I have a question about that. The counting of the dances. I count everyone. Half a song, a full song, cut of a song, an intro of a song. Bitch, it's a different song. That ain't the same song. <laughs> And that future and Drake song come on, life is good. That's two songs, bitch. That ain't one. That's two. Two, two, two songs, that's two songs. Oh, shit. That's a whole nother beat. Nigga, this is another song. Especially if I'm dancing for old nigga. Nigga, that's two songs. <laughs> a young nigga, I can't even get over on him with that shit. They're gonna be like, bitch, this is the same song. Oh, and I'll be like, oh, that beat drop. That's my shit right here. They be like, bitch, that's the same song. Nah, if it's an old nigga, they're gonna be like, oh, okay, how many songs is this? Five. It's really four. You know, I've always wanted to know that because of always shout for shout out to my DJs, but you know, some of y'all just weird. I love when y'all cut them the fucking songs. Y'all my mm -hmm. best friends. Y'all know who y'all is. I ain't gonna put y'all out there like that, but y'all know who y'all is. That's why y'all make money. I will say shout out to my favorite DJ, DJ Swamp Izzo, you know what I'm saying? That motherfucking blue, blue flying, you know what I'm saying? You come back to another episode too, by the way. Um, but yeah. I love it because I've always wanted to know is that really. But see, they mainly cut, listen, they mainly cut songs on like today's Monday. Okay. So, like, Monday, Tuesday is customer appreciation night at Strokes. $5 a song. Don't quote me on that. This oh, shit. All, my shit, man. This is also promotion, all right. by the way. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday <laughs> is um, customer appreciation night at Strokers. So it's five dollars a song. Some people know that. Some people don't. Come to stroke us regularly. I'm not gonna try to get it about you. I'm gonna I'm let you have. I'm gonna let you live. I'm gonna let you have your five dollars. Ask the fucking song. 
because you're going to argue me down if I don't. Now, <laughs> nigga, if it's your first time coming to Strokers and you plan me, and I know it's your first time, be like, oh, it's your first time. I'm going to be playing stupid as shit like I ain't been working here all these years. This your first time at Strokers? Oh, okay. All right, cool. It's the How much the dance is? <laughs> oh, it's four songs. It's $10 a song. Mm-hmm. Bitch, it's $10 a song every time. You got me fucked up. And don't dance me two songs think you about to give me $10. You're going to give me $20. You got me fucked up. Regular or not. <laughs> and the crazy part is the regulars know this. I was going to say, speak on the regular. They know me. That's a certain code that's already like. But see, I have my regulars on Mondays and Tuesdays when I work, okay. and they don't just give me that. They'll okay. give me five dollars to be funny, but they'll give me five like a hundred five dollar bills or like a tens or some shit like that. Okay. Not just gonna give me five dollars. Bitch, you give me five dollars. I'm I'm gonna cut you out. Bitch, you give me ten dollars for this one phone. Matter of fact, you about to give me twenty because I feel like playing with me. I love this. This is real shit. Okay, we're going into it. We're going to it. Speak on the common stereotypes that people have about strippers that's not true. Oh, we're not prostitutes. That's one. First and foremost, I'm not a hoe. Never been a hoe. Don't know how to be a hoe. She My pussy water. don't pop severely for nobody I don't like. Not severely. It's a fire. Paradise. <laughs> ah! <Very> nice. <laughs> um, what else? That's one thing. People always think dance as a prostitute's bitch you know we don't sell pussy it's girls that the women that are married it's bitches they, that do sell pussy of course and some bitches that sell shout, pussy for the right price shout out to y'all it's called you know what i'm saying it's some bitches that will sell pussy it's some bitches that'll sell pussy for a hundred dollars and some bitches that'll sell pussy for a thousand dollars i can't do that because do you want the birkin or the michael kors <laughs> <what you're> <laughs> like they that so like <laughs> do either one so i don't judge them because i'm cool with some bitches that do you know what i'm saying they, hey they get how you live 2020 was a year of fuck it but <laughs> another stereotype um <laughs> we're all high maintenance actually some of us are low maintenance and that's a problem and i need some of these bitches to be high maintenance because that's why these niggas devalue us and they don't want to give us the money they deserve let the camera see these niggas don't want to give us the money we deserve because this wig ain't cheap this makeup ain't cheap. These dance clothes ain't cheap. These shoes ain't cheap. This tip out. God, this tip out ain't cheap. For sure, for sure. Especially when it's a dead night. We ain't gotta just tip the house. We gotta tip the house. We gotta tip the DJ. We gotta tip the door before we leave. Some bitches even valet. Ooh. Fuck the valet. I love y'all, but nah, I ain't doing it. It's cause they in the cold. No, I'm just not doing it. <laughs> and Liz is completely crowded and I guess can't park nowhere. Fuck it. She said I'm walking. I love y'all. Yeah. I'm walking. Walk, I love you. You know, if you valeting, I got you, but yeah, anyway. We are high maintenance. We're supposed to be high maintenance. And there's nothing wrong with being high maintenance. As a woman in general, there's nothing being wrong with high maintenance. Because guys want a woman to hold themselves a certain type of way. Like, that's like me meeting a guy and he see my hair's done, my nails done, my, I look nice or dress nice. Mm. I smell good. Okay, we start dating. He's like, oh, I'm like, babe, I need to get my hair done. You gonna pay for it? He looking at me crazy. You mm. know what I say? I'm gone because if you're not gonna help me with my upkeep, at least pay a bill. That's just me, though. 
but most dances are like that also actually they're a little bit worse than me because i've heard worse bitches be like pay my whole rent now my rent is a little crazy there's a lot of cooch i'll be giving up if i'm giving them rent i don't <laughs> i'm giving them all that you know what I'm but that's a lot of coochie that's a lot of coochie because my rent's kind of high yeah i say not gonna tell you but but no. yeah it, being high maintenance ain't bad it's a stereotype <laughs> We get, but I mean, it's not bad for me. I don't think it is. I think a woman should be high maintenance and hold herself like us at a certain standard. Of course, of course. Those two main ones being prostitute and being high maintenance. I don't have a prostitute, but I definitely am high maintenance. So, but I can afford to be high maintenance. So if I can afford it, you that? should be able to afford it. I like my coach bags. This is my shit. So you can't buy me a coach bag at least, nigga. What the fuck? And I'm not saying buy me one every week, but if a holiday come about, you know what the fuck I like. I like Rick and Morty too. Buy me that shit. Shout out to my bitches that like Rick and Morty. <laughs> Hello, how are you? I'm a nerd and I'm fine. What's, What's up? up? <laughs> Yo, dope. Okay, wait. So on that same thing, we were talking about being friends with people mm -hmm. and them knowing like the girlfriend's on you're a dancer. Mm -hmm. Speak on that because sometimes there's that misconception that you probably fucking a dude. I'm sure that's a common thing, especially. Well, every bitch think I'm fucking a nigga, but well, I mean, you know. bitch, no, I'm not. If I was, he wouldn't be your I, nigga. He would not be your nigga if I was fucking him. Trust me. Listen. Listen. Paradise. Paradise. Yeah. Anywho. Not fucking you, nigga. Listen, I've li recently had an encounter with a young lady. Okay. I had to, I can show you the messages when we get off. Okay. Okay, this girl's been attacking me. Fucking crazy as shit. Don't know the little girl. Okay, we don't The know boy, I followed him on Instagram probably a year now. We've talked about business, nothing more, nothing less. Okay. I mean, he cool as shit. He just randomly popped up in my club and I was like, oh, I know him from Instagram. Usually cool, when women say they cool So, but shit, I never walked up to him. him. Like, a... like I, I, I never like talked to him in person, never seen him in person, none of that. Okay. So like they tipped me on stage naturally because I was doing pole. So I DM'd him the next day because I didn't know how like her vibe was. Because you know, in a strip club, you get a female that's either friendly and it's like, you're welcome. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for, right. you know, performing properly. I, you did your shit up there. They, they give you terms of endearment, you know, bitch girl power, or either they're like, oh. Mm, Shot to kill my dead wife, you know what I'm saying? You or they be like, fucking good time. These bitches be like, oh, mm, bitch, you know how I do me that because I'm making money and you shut the fuck up. Go ahead. Because you spending your nigga money and he barely spending money. He's only $50. Calm the fuck down. $50 a month. Now that nigga was throwing five racks. Okay. <laughs> Bitch, have an attitude with me, fight me, beat me the fuck up. Your nigga throwing five bands and better. That was for the kids. If it ain't better than five bands, calm the fuck now. It's $50, barely. Maybe 40 <clears throat> All I told a boy was thank you for um tipping me because I didn't know there was his girlfriend tonight and I didn't want to seem rude. He said, no, you're not being rude. You're at work. You're doing your job. you cool. you good. So I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. The girl DMs me three hours later and was like, you're welcome, poo. Looked at it and was like, which what? Then she was like, yeah, next time you tell a nigga, girl, next time you tell a nigga they got a girlfriend, thank you for some, uh, from tipping you, thank the girlfriend. Bitch, I don't know you from a can of paint, never met you, never seen you, don't give a fuck about you. Whatever. So, after that, after.
after that, um, mm-hmm. I don't respond. Mind you, I'm not responding under these times. The next day, I sent him the message. I said, see, this is what I was talking about. I didn't want to be rude or disrespectful, but she coming at me sideways. I don't know what's wrong with her, but she tripped. He was like, don't worry about it. She be doing crazy shit. She throw it off. I was like, what the fuck ever? You must be cheating on her. Whatever. So I left it alone. The bitch DMs me two days later. <laughs> Again, talking to herself. Okay. Have not responded. Okay. She says, bitch, fuck you. Okay. And fuck him. And he can suck your dick while you suck his dick. And I was like, good crazy. I got enough niggas. I don't have time to play with you. I don't want them. The fuck? I don't want y'all having you look. <laughs> but it's good that you're able to maintain that because I'm sure they try it. And this ain't the first that time. Shit. No, that was time. my first time ever experiencing somebody's girlfriend DM me. I've had somebody's wife call me oh. about a party before and this nigga brought his wife to the club to apologize to me personally because we didn't have shit going on. And I'd be like, bitches be swearing I'm fucking it's somebody. It was like, to get in that night. There ain't no way in hell I'm paying a cover. That nigga paid a cover to get this bitch in the club to Like he paid them ten dollars to get this bitch in the club just to tell me she apologized because she really thought we had something going on. I was like, y'all niggas gotta stop cheating on your girlfriends because it's making them insecure. Is she apologizing while you on the stage? No, no, no. I was on the floor and I was walking past. (laughs) I didn't even talk to this bitch because I'm like, your wife didn't call me with some crazy shit. I don't know what's going on. She's standing there saying, "I'm sorry." He's standing by like, (laughs) right. Crazy part, this man wasn't trying to fuck me, trying to fuck with me. Now that he deleted the message because he felt oh like she thought God. it was gonna be something. So with him deleting the messages, it made her even think even more. Oh, you fucking her? I'm like, ma'am, I don't have nothing going on with your husband. I don't even barely know him. He just booked me for a party, like dead ass. That's why he gave me some money. That's why he met me. I don't know. I begin putting crosses like shit, and I'm gonna watch you, but I ain't fucking niggas. They got bitches. They exist. They definitely, there's a lot of bitches that's fucking niggas that come in the strip club and they got bitches and they know they got bitches and they calling the bitches rubbing it in their face or admitting to it. I don't want to fuck nobody else there. I can't be number two because I'm crazy. I want to pull up whenever. And if I can't pull up whenever, then what are we talking about? We're not talking about anything because a damn thing. she likes coach and you know she likes, especially because of holiday. Yeah, yeah. And some Ricky Moy on top of that. Inside of it, matter of fact. Inside of With some money. Or just pay a bill and just send me the statement. It works too. It's like my bills paid. She Fuck give me all the facts. Pay the bill. You know what I'm saying? No fiction. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is real shit. You're giving you the live. And the some story. bitches like Birkins. I like my bills paid. <laughs> That's when your priorities got to get aligned. That's why when this 600 comes, watch out, okay? Already all fucked up. Look here. So, you know, speak on that because I know we got a few minutes left. Speak on, you know, because 2020 was a crazy year. It was a great year for me. Speak on that. I started my business. Um, I worked on my music during quarantine. Nice, I, nice. I started doing teeth whitening in May. I did a class. Um, Shout out to the teeth whitening. Yep, I did a class. So, like, I do teeth whitening and I'm already an esthetician. So, I have my LED license. Um, I started doing teeth gyms. That was cool. It's something I like because I have them. 
Get them. I pretty much put all of them in my mouth that I do. And yeah, I have great homeboys that like hit let me sit up in their houses and shit and do it. It was cool. And I was able to record. Shout out to Javari for recording all my shit. You know, that's my homie. Okay, so we definitely gonna have. We have that. a song together. So we are gonna have that song. You are gonna perform it on the show. Yeah, I'm gonna do mm -hmm. that. Okay, it's called Mainline. Okay, that is on iTunes streaming. Mainline. All right. Okay. Mainline. Drop. Right. Okay. Period. Don't be shocked because I get a little nasty. A little bit. Looks a little raunchy. Just a little bit. I mean, you know, if they can't receive it, accept it now. Then I don't like being raunchy, but hey, it is what it is. That's what they like. <laughs> that's what. It that's a pay where the money resides. Where the money resides. Where the money resides. Yes, it does. Anything you leaving behind in 2020 for these 2021. niggas? That's about it. I'm bringing the money with me and leaving the niggas. I take my friends too. I like y'all. Gosh, y'all. Look at we get lucky. And I'm bringing the, the, the tequila. Everybody. Shout out to Casa. Yo, hey, we reaching for you, Casa. Give us a deal. Cause I did. you got fans, and we we drink Casa. <laughs> it is in our pores. Please yeah. keep it podcast. India, we love. You know how that has deals? We need Casa deals. We need Casa deals. We we want real liquor. No shade yeah. to Diddy. Um, Ladies, we love you. Shouts to the black on. Um, let these people know where they can find you. Your Instagram handle. You can find me at that damn India. T H A T underscore D A M N underscore India. I N D I A. Okay. Mm -hmm. Follow me, or I'll be at Strokers Monday through Wednesday. Then there's that. I'm there on Fridays and Sunday also. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's my security room mm -hmm. normally. But you know, I post on Instagram when I am at work, when I'm going to work, all that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. You definitely will see this episode up on YouTube. Shout out to the visuals by King Caps, of course. Um, this has been another amazing episode. If you want to be on the Kickback Podcast, we got some dope stuff lined up for the year. Some dope movement, some dope planning. Definitely India is gonna come back. So you see the type of vibes that we're putting out, always consistent. Um, love each and every one of you for supporting the show thus far. Um, fuck 2020. Elevate 2021. That's it. It um, brought the hustles out of everybody who was a real hustler. That's you prevailed it. this year. You're a real hustler, you're recession proof. Yo guy said that motherfucker shit. Period. Oh, and just for Vincent. Every fucking day. Yes. Boom. Okay. Bye. <laughs>